Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? Hey, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you and DraftKings. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. You have made us the biggest podcast in the world. Mike, don't look now. The NFL Draft just 24 hours away. We're taping this on a Wednesday, and don't look now. A third episode of Stupidity and <laughs> Draft <Wow>. Week. <laughs> <laughs> How you feeling as a Jet fan, Mike? How you feeling? Listen, you know the quarterback we're taking. You cannot get yourself to a place where you think this quarterback is going to be good, and I understand why. I, too, am a Jet fan, Mike. But how are you feeling? Any more optimistic than you were when we were taping with Ross Tucker? <laughs> I feel like I'm on a roller coaster that's on its way up. You know, it's doing the right. click, 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 click towards the top, and I yep. look, and I can see that a piece of track is missing. And I just know at some point this thing is just going to fly off. That's how I feel right now. Listen, this is how Jet fans feel. I feel like the Jets are going to trade the second pick to Carolina for Sam Darnold. Let's talk draft with an old friend, Mike Golick. Stupidity! Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash 
do, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Uh, Mike, what were you doing at a meeting, by the way, 5.30 this morning? What the hell is happening? It wasn't a meeting. It, the NFLPA Trust offers a program to former players to where, for me, it was closest was Mass General, where you get basically diagnosed from head to toe, from brain to orthopedics, psychology, everything, to give me a baseline of where I am, and then I have all that information, and then going forward with my doctors, they have this information, and we see how I improve upon things or where I was and where I am two years from now, three years. It's a phenomenal program, phenomenal program that and I could not recommend enough to players because I think players, quite honestly, are kind of scared about finding out. You may find out something you don't want to know. And I don't just mean physically. We all deal with busted bones and, and sure. joints. It's, you know, cognitive. Where are you there? You know, and they do a lot of brain scans and tests and it's it's great. I mean, I, I, I'll sing its praises everywhere. I think well, it's awesome. it sounds amazing. It sounds that, that's an incredible job uh, by the NFL and the NFLPA. Um, and, yeah. and so where do you stand, like health-wise? You're, you're, you're many years removed I, 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 from playing in the NFL, so where, how are you? Like, <laughs> You know, phys- listen, physically, we all, as, as a former athlete, you deal with the physical side of it, like seven operations on the right shoulder, three on the left, two on the knee. Now, mostly sculpts, or as we call them, oil changes. You know, I got a little hip issue, a little neck issue. Basically, what the orthopedic told me was, well, the bad news is your x-rays show that eventually you'll need a new left knee, a new left hip, a new left shoulder, and a right. new right shoulder. He said, but the good news is is, is the, the arthritis that is, makes you bone on bone, if it's from football, it can stay where it is for years. And he said, you're in good shape. Your weight's good. You know, you, you're working out. He said, hold off on all of it as long as you possibly can. So, you know, I'm fine with dealing with a little bit of pain. I can work out. I can run still. So that part doesn't worry me. It was all the cognitive. You know, I'm used to seeing, oh, yeah, my shit, my knee is messed up, and I know how to rehab that. What about my brain? So, I mean, Stu, I went through, listen, the amount you would fail on this cognitive <laughs> would be unbelievable. <laughs> it would be, wait a minute, are you a three-year-old child or what? <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was like the old SAT stuff. Here's like six figures what's the next one supposed to look like they'd show me six figures for 10 seconds and pull it away and i have to draw them they give me a list of 15 words i have to repeat them and then 10 minutes later they go back to it now repeat all the words from that group that were furniture or fruit i mean it was unreal what they do and then again the brand brain scan and thank god my brain looks normal there were no family jokes there once i got it of would they find anything but that's the stuff for me, and I, not to get too serious with, with you, which is, is a scary thought, but athletes are so used to rehabbing an injury, which we can do, but we also need to rehab. There are things I can do that I didn't do as well on the cognitive that I can do for my, for my brain. You know, So rehab in that at 58, I worry more about that going forward than I do my knee or my shoulders. I don't care about that. I, you know, if I eventually need a new one, so be it. You know, But I only got one brain. So they give you exercises and things and a great baseline. That was the best thing for me. And I think is the best thing for former athletes. Do you athletes. think any of those exercises would help this brain? <laughs> okay. No. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I think they would talk nice to you. 
and then and then pat you right. on the back when you leave and look at look at whoever came with you and said you only need to learn no. to count to 50 million <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you don't need much cognitive skills right now Stu, okay what you're doing is working i'm perfectly. the draft king i mean <laughs> yeah there you go yes you are. wait mike but, but yes, you you can finish that yes you are sounded great well well, well the, 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 here's the great thing Draft Kings will not test you at all. <laughs> there will be no cognitive test. There will be no drug test. There will be nothing. You're yeah. good. No, they want me to gamble, Mike. <laughs> yeah, there yes. you go. I mean, my God, look at this. You're getting paid to talk about oh, gambling yes. and such. I mean, oh, where do I sign? My well, God. we need an enforcer. I told you. I'm going to sign you just as the enforcer. Okay? <laughs> That's it. That's it. Wait. I'm Wait, so that. I love the idea of both bikes. I love the idea of me going to these same doctors and my brain being more scrambled than guys that play in the NFL. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they would say, what, what did you do? What did you? Well, well, I do have some records from college lacrosse. Were you a slot receiver who did nothing but get hit yeah. over the middle? Yeah. <laughs> Wes Welker. <laughs> God. <laughs> so great. Um, Mike, I'm not certain because the doctor went bad news first and then gave you the good news. I, like, this is the difference between me and you. I'd be stuck on the bad news. I wouldn't even be able to hear the good news, man. <laughs> well, I, I told the one doctor, they showed me a lot of the tests from the cognitive results. And there was a lot of good, a lot of above average, high above average. The word genius was in there a little bit. I'm making that up. Um <laughs> But there was a couple of there were a couple of things that were w below average. And I was kind of highlighting those to her. And she said, don't focus on those. Focus on the good. I said, I'm trained. I said, when I go into a film session or when any athlete, you ask any athlete, do they remember the good plays or the bad plays to I almost say to a man or woman, they will tell you, I remember the bad plays. The bad plays are what stick in my mind. And I said, understand, I lived a life of watching film the next day whether it was high school, college, or pros, and saying, oh, that was a good play. Okay, let's run that over just to see how good I did. But the bad play you focus on because you have to get better. So I have to watch the bad play. What did I do wrong? And what can I do to get better so I don't make that mistake again? So I said, I'm kind of inherently you know, predisposed to looking at the negative, not in a negative attitude way, but in a way that says, okay, that was not good. How do I improve upon it? I said, so that's when you're showing me this, it said I'm below average here. I'm looking at it not as getting depressed or dejected. I'm looking at it. Okay. Right. What do I need to do to get that right, to a sense. better that's, level? That's the way you've lived your life. Um, more wear and tear on your mind and your body uh, playing in the NFL or doing morning radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My, my mind doing morning radio, the, the four fifteen wake up oh. call for 20 some years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that definitely takes its toll. Have you been able to sleep uh, later yeah, yet? That, are, are you still waking up at that same time? Okay, good. Oh, yeah. You know, it probably took me about three weeks to where I'd still roll over at like 4.15. But now, oh, my God, the world looks different at 7.30 in the morning when I can actually not be in a studio <laughs> somewhere. It's pretty like, wild. Yeah, this is great. We yeah. spoke to Golick like the, the week after his final show. Uh, Ed Stanzik was was producing the show with me. Golik got up that Monday. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. He like got up and got like went through the motions of getting ready and going to do the morning show because he had been doing it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was just a habit right. thing, and it's like okay, you can lay back down, you know, and and go back to sleep. It's uh, 
it is a wild, wild thing. It, it's while I'm and while I'm going to get back into this business, I don't know if it will be a daily morning show anymore. <laughs> I, you know, did my couple of decades there. Let's try. I just uh, imagine at uh, when you're when you're doing it at four a.m. that it's autopilot, and it must be really hard to turn oh, off yeah. that autopilot. I I only and and. I always say this because because Mike, who did my, my son, Mike, who did morning show with me for a few years, he always set like eight alarms. I set one alarm for 20 some years and I never was late for a show. So I was always proud of that. A lot of that you just start to naturally get up at that right. time. But yeah, I never had an issue where I was late. I can tell you show. those eight fucking alarms really helped your son out when he missed weekend observations on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, still one of the greatest no. shows ever when he was at that wedding the night before. I was freaking calling Sarah I know. And, and going, anybody seen my son? Anybody seen my son? And, uh, but you know what? It turned out to be a great show. Listen, as I told my kids when I first started that show and they were 10, 9, and 6, I said, kids, I sat them down and I said, your content, okay? <laughs> no matter what you do, you are content from now until when I'm done in this medium. Uh, and, and obviously, Mike certainly understands Mike, have you ever that. had to apologize to your kids for something you did? So probably more so when they were teenagers, right? Because my daughters are teenagers now. And yesterday we shot a video celebrating DraftKings and my stomach was jiggling up and down. And my kids were happy for me, but they were mortified because their friends were making fun of me. Yeah. And so I spent the entire night up. It was one of the best days of my life and I spent my night apologizing to my daughters. That's happened to you, right? Yeah. Uh, you you right. do that when, and you said it right, in the teenage years, that's, yes. when, that's when we embarrass our kids the most. That's when the On kids purpose. feel they're smarter yes, yes. than us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and those are those years that you hope you come out of the other end where they maybe appreciate you at some point. Your case, I don't know if that'll <laughs> ever happen. But uh, yeah, there, there, there is embarrassment. Uh, uh, you know, but I've had funny stories of all the kids, you know, from Mike doing uh, dumbbell flies and clinking, uh, clinking his nuts between the dumbbells when he was a teenager to having to report or having to talk about him getting, you know, uh, underage drinking arrested at Notre Dame his freshman year. So, you know, you do the good stories and the bad right. stories, you know, and, and, and things like that. So it just, just comes with the territory. And, uh, and compared, to, uh, compared to Sid, Mike was the easy one. <laughs> Listen, my three kids. I love know, them. The, the, first one, the first one usually being the most kind of neurotic. Of my three kids, the last one, if, if you said, okay, you have three kids, you know what their personalities are, who's going to get arrested in college? Mike would have been the last one, okay? I got have thought Sydney and Jake somehow, someway. Those two had a clean run through college. Mike gets arrested like his second month, his freshman year. I mean, talk about losing your mulligan early. I mean, <laughs> that is great. Mike, I want to, uh, I want to get into a couple of things uh, within the sports world. Obviously, the draft and then – and that's something that happened yeah. uh, in the independent baseball league quickly. But I'm wondering, thinking back to when you were, what was the draft like when you were drafted, Mike? So, so a lot of it was different. Now I got hurt in the first game and I played the rest of my senior year and then I got operated on at the end. So I went to the combine. The combine when I came out was at Arizona okay. State. It, and it was outside. Everything was outdoors. Uh, so I was there and then I went in the 10th round. It was a two night draft, two day draft, two night. I got called my brother, Bob, who was in the NFL at that point, And I knew I wasn't getting drafted the first day. So he brought beer, like a case of beer to the dorm the second day. And we were sitting out, all sitting out for the draft. 
I got drunk, sober, and drunk again before I got called. That's how long it was. <laughs> I, I basically got a call in the tenth round. I got a call around midnight from the Houston Oilers saying we drafted you. I was like, "Oh, my great, okay, see you." Uh, so it was a little different. So, so when I hear. You know, and, and I actually, you know, when Greeny and I were doing the show, we were at the draft one year, and I'll never forget that was the year Aaron Rodgers, who I, me and Merrill Hodge kind of went at it on NFL. It was called NFL Tonight right. back then, not NFL Live. He thought Alex Smith should go number one. I said Aaron Rodgers should go number one. And turns out, obviously, Alex did, and Aaron dropped. And I remember Greeny and I interviewed Aaron at the draft right after the pick. He was so mad, so mad. And I kept saying, Aaron, you went in the first round, okay? Here's the difference of two people is a guy drops, still goes in the first round, and I went in the 10th round. So pardon me if I don't feel bad because instead of going one, you went in the 20s, okay? I went 255. Feel that <laughs> one, okay? Right. So, so, but, you know, players do what they do to get that chip on their shoulder. Like Tom Brady knows all the quarterbacks that yeah. got picked in front of them. So, you know, you find motivation. I was happy to get, get drafted. You know, but then I knew as a 10th rounder, again, in today's world, I wouldn't have been drafted. So you just know you're in a fight, you know, to make the team. And that's what you have to go. Wait, try who, and do. So who was the uh, the other analyst and what quarterback did he like in that draft? The Rogers trip. It was oh, Hodge, Merrill okay. Hodge. Merrill Hodge. Right. It, it was, you know, it was me, Hodge, Sean Salisbury. And Do Mark you remind Hodge Hodge of that all the time? Up. Because I would. No, <laughs> no. I don't like, I don't like to rub it in. See, <laughs> I'll get out of here. Because sometimes, sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear right. gets you. Because remember a couple of years ago when they got rid of Alex Smith, I said, listen, anybody expecting Mahomes to start that next year and do good is, is fooling sure, themselves, right. you know? And he only threw 50 touchdown yeah, passes. Yeah, so yeah. You and yeah. I shared that. Sometimes you know anything about that. You and I shared that take, Mike. <laughs> yes, we did. Whatever yes, take, did. Mike, you wait for me to give the take first, then you go the other way, okay? That's, that's what yeah, you got to do. Yeah, yeah that, that one didn't live well, no. as they say, or no, age well. did not yeah. age well. Oh, my gosh. Folks. Gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Uh, so, Mike, if I told you back when you were being drafted, you got drunk twice waiting to be drafted with your brother, drank a case of beers. If I told you then that the draft would turn into this today, you would have told me what? Because this is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would not have believed what it turned into. But a lot of things I wouldn't have believed that have changed in sports over time. But, I mean, it, it, it still blows my mind of what, how excited people get to see who their team takes, you know, it, it, it is amazing. I and mean, for so many years, this draft is in New York and it's packed. And I remember when I was doing the draft for ESPN on TV, I would be doing the, the later days 
and but the crowds would still be there, you know, just going nuts over over these, you know, that again, that point later, fifth, sixth round picks, third round picks. I mean, it always amazed me of and that's why we know. That's why you know, football is king when a draft, when a draft, when the worst all-star game in pro sports right. is the football game, yet people are like, "Oh my god, why is it on?" Well, you know why? It still rates. People still watch it because it's football and the degenerates like yep. you still bet on it. And we will know yes. with DraftKings will bet yeah. on it uh, as well. So, I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's how amazing. Popular uh, we still, I mean, listen, Mikey A and I watch it because every year it's the only thing we have. I mean, we're Jet fans. That's it. It's the best day of the year. <laughs> well, that's true. So we, all we have is yeah. hope, Mike. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's a downside. You're usually not watching any Jets in that game. <laughs> At the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so when you look at this draft, Mike, it's interesting. Take Trevor Lawrence out of the equation. Um, yeah. You did a lot of college games. I don't know how many games you did of, of any of the quarterbacks that are about to be drafted. Yeah. Um, unless you think someone's better than Lawrence, take him out of the equation. Who is the best quarterback? Yeah, I'll take him out. So He's who's the best. the best of the other four? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do like um, uh, okay. Wilson. It, it, so to me, it does start at three. Now, the, the thing about the BYU kid, which was amazing to me, was – and, and this is what still aggravates me because I have talked about the, the combine for so long about, you know, the underwear right. Olympics and all that. And when he made that throw rolling left and that deep throw downfield and everybody lost their minds, I'm like, fuck are we doing? <laughs> what, 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 what are we doing? Dudes in shorts. And, and this is nothing to do yeah. against him. I think he's an excellent quarterback. This is everybody drooling over the fact that in shorts and a T-shirt, with no rush and no coverage, he rolled left and on air threw the ball downfield to a wide open. I saw receiver. Sam Darnold make I'm the like, same yes. throw, Mike. <laughs> Against the 49ers. <laughs> I mean, so 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 what are, what are we doing here? I, I that, that's that's what I, I you know I, I didn't under I didn't understand. Um I, I really didn't. So again, Zach Wilson, I, I like him a lot. I like him as the second best quarterback. So it's not against him, but I saw that. I'm like, are, are you shitting me? I, I This is what we're right. doing, you know, but we do yes. it for years. You know, R- remember, there's no game played after January. And then all of a sudden, all the things that change from January to April blows my mind, blows my mind. But so I take those two quarterbacks and then at three, you're sitting there. And, and for Kyle Shanahan, and again, this always He's happens the around the draft. Yes, it's yes. lying season. <laughs> For him to say we're still deciding, that's yes. a bunch of bullshit. There's no way you trade up to three and not know exactly. Like who now you're he likes five play. guys with that pick. There's five quarterbacks he could take there. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's going to take all five exactly. of them. He's going to take all five. <laughs> it, it's a joke. They know exactly who they're going to be taking. Now, who that is, right. I don't know because Trey Lance could have the highest ceiling. But if you have Garoppolo there another year, let the kid learn because, you know, we know quarterbacks that come out early struggle. He's an FCS quarterback that came out early. So, but man, the upside to him, you know, and I hate the comparables, but I know they're making it to Josh Allen. And boy, Josh Allen, another one coming from a smaller school, did an incredible job of getting better. Kudos to the staff in Buffalo of his completion percentage getting better. I really like Trey Lance. Mac Jones is a ready-made quarterback. I don't want to hear anybody say the – the pocket passer is outdated in this league and no good anymore. Listen, if you can be in the pocket and make a timely throw, there's always a One just won a Super Bowl, Mike. All- <laughs> exactly right. We all keep talking about off-platform throws. Oh, God, he rolled left in shorts and threw the ball downfield, or he rolled right. 
Now, that's cool if you can do that, but you make a living in the pocket. You make a living making your plays on a, the timing routes, the out routes, the in routes, the seam routes, whatever route you want to call. You make your living on being accurate on those throws in smaller windows, in timing routes, giving your receiver a chance to run after the catch. That's what you do. Mac Jones can do that. He can't move like the other guys. Justin Fields moves incredibly well. He throws the ball well as well, but he has that movement with him. So it's whatever Kyle Shanahan feels will fit that offense the best. They got a great running game. They got a great tight end. You know, your throws don't have to be unbelievably far down the field if you don't want. So I, I think you're fine anywhere. So I don't know who he's going to take, but I know he knows. I know he knows. He knows. Yes. Who he's Justin to Fields yeah, is the yeah. is the tricky one to me because I I figured when the Jets lost that game they got the second pick I figured that was going to be our quarterback and I was fine with that I was happy with that I'm not certain why he slipped Justin Fields has done he's done everything you would want a college quarterback so, to do over the last two seasons Mike so here here's here's the thing here and I don't know how much you, you talk or, or or think about this or should come into it because I've talked about with Big Twelve quarterbacks. Name me a Big 12 quarterback, and I've got a few now, but leading up to just a couple of years ago, the Big 12 quarterback that came in the league and lit it up. You couldn't. And it was like the defenses were bad there. You're a wide-open receiver, so they come into the league, and they don't do anything. Now, Patrick Mahomes certainly has. Baker Mayfield had a great rookie year, down second year, really good third year, so you got to think he's trending well. Kyler Murray is certainly – well. They didn't have a great passing game. They had a good running game last year. His passing game, their passing game needs to improve. But you do see some – the best passer is Mahomes without question. But you start to see some Pac-12 guys doing a little better. So then I ask this. because What you just said about Justin Fields, could you say that about the last few quarterbacks at Ohio State in college? They showed you everything that they could show you. So then I go to – and I don't know how much this comes into play. You can't generalize too much because someone's going to break the mold – Name me the last Ohio State quarterback that produced big in the NFL. Name me the last Alabama quarterback that came and produced highly in the NFL. And, I, and I'll just I stop you. You really. But Mike, the only thing I'll say, the, the yeah. only thing I'll say with Fields is he went to initially he went to Georgia, and it did not, and that's a quarterback Georgia. university, yes. right? And it didn't work out, and then he transferred yes. to Ohio State. That's all. So, so I wonder how much you look at something like that to where you start to say. Well, my God, the system's so good in like an Ohio State and Alabama. Now, again, Trevor Lawrence, well, you saw Deshaun Watson perform right. well at Clemson, and now he's doing well in the NFL. You see Trevor Lawrence uh, do, doing the same thing. But you just wonder. So it's wrong to generalize. No, but I think you're right here. Yeah, Alabama, I think you're on to something. Quarterback, but you, you still have a sample size of quarterbacks that led Alabama to national championship to help but did nothing right. in the pros, and the same at Ohio State. So – you can generalize, but then you can say, okay, is Mac Jones going to be an exception to that rule? Is Justin Fields going to be an exception to that rule? You want to take them on their individual talent when you watch it. But to me, it's hard not to have that seep into your head. Well, man, those programs really have not had big time or, or they were big time in college, but they never became big time in the NFL. Uh, it drives me crazy. I mean, think about what you just said. Saban has won that many national championships without a big time quarterback. Crazy, yeah. crazy. But our big time quarterback. quarterback. It's exactly right. It's uh, Mike, because we don't uh, pay any attention to this, although we should. It's like I was laughing about this. I was thinking about this before you came on. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, when Eric Fisher is healthy, is a is maybe the best quarterback we've ever seen. <laughs> Take that guy out of the equation right. and look how Patrick Mahomes looked in the Super Bowl against a good defensive line yep. uh, and a good defense with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Um, we don't pay. They're so important. The offensive line, so important. Yet we pay zero attention uh, to the poor offensive lineman. Uh, so who is Mike the best offensive lineman in this draft? Because I maintain, if you think quarterback is the most important oh. position in sports, the guy who protects the quarterback is the second most important position in sports. It's it's that kid Penny Penny Sewell okay. from Oregon. I mean, the dude is three thirty, moves like he's three hundred. I mean, he is he is to me kind of has it all. He run blocks, he very aggressively he gets to the second level incredibly well, and not only just walls you there, but really stings you there. And he has really good feet for pass blocking. So I think he is that guy. And I, and I brought this up um, when I was on on Mike's show, you know, because Kyle Pitts. And, and listen, deserves the talk that he gets, right? The dude is unreal as far as what Mike, he is. We taped with him uh, yesterday. Well, Eric, Thursday, Dan and I did. He said flatly, "I'm the best player in this draft." Flatly, he, him, and he and Trevor Lawrence, you could say, are, are the two best. And then, you know, and then you go from there. But then I'll say this: so for a team like Cincinnati, if you have the choice, unless unless Atlanta takes a Kyle Pitts. If you have a choice, so say both are so sitting tricky. there for Cincinnati, Kyle Pitts and Panay Sewell. The, the thing everybody immediately goes to is says, oh, look what Kyle Pitts can do for you. And listen, I get it. Eight targets a game, five catches, six catches, a touchdown or two. You know, th- this kid's going to be in line for 70, 80 or more catches. You know, 13 to 15 maybe yards a catch would be, would be incredible. Maybe a little less than that, maybe more, who knows. And you hope he can hit double-digit touchdowns. Maybe he will, maybe he won't, which is phenomenal, right? But, man, what, what people don't see because it's not in the box score is what an old lineman can do. When you get a great one and plug him in, look at guys that went right to – not forget Pro Bowls. We're all pros from rookie year on. A Zach Martin, a Quentin Nelson. The kid Tristan Worse should have been last year the right tackle from Tampa Bay. And right tackle is becoming as important as left tackle. So if you can solidify your line with a guy like Sewell or or some of the other tackles, a couple there's a couple probably three really productive tackles in this, where you can just put them in, and out barring injury, and we know that's tough. You're a decade guy, you know you're there. Uh, that that can be just as valuable, but people don't see it. They want to see, oh look at those seven catches. He had two touchdowns. Wow, look at that, you know. But steady Eddie. You know, 70 plays a game, you're out there run blocking, pass blocking, not getting up a sack, giving up a pressure or two, and that's it. Because that you know Joe Burrow a wants a weapon. What, but what's the point of having a weapon if you don't have time to get the weapon, the ball? I mean, <laughs> Listen, just just watch him get carted off the field and say, you know <laughs> what? How's, how's it look thrown to a weapon when you're, you know, laying on your ass, unfortunately? So that, I'm, not, I'm not saying one's more important than the other, but you can't dismiss one. All right, two quick ones, the uh, then baseball, and then a quick game. We'll get you out of here. Um, defensive lineman, best defensive lineman, Mike. Who do you got? Wow. Um, well, I mean, probably the edge rushers, probably the two kids from um, yeah. Miami, uh, Rousseau yes. Phillips and Phillips, great. I think. Yeah. I'd probably go with those guys. You know, you start to see you start to see more when when it started changing to to the the tweener when I played had no position in the league. Then it evolved to now that guy like a Dwight Freeney, a six one, six two, two fifty, two sixty guy who was too big for a linebacker and too small for D lineman. Now they yes. became the rage, right? And and Dwight certainly lived up to that and how he played. But now you're seeing these guys. These guys are 6'4", 6'5". Look at Miles Garrett. 
Six five, you got the long arms, and that's what these guys have. So you have long arms, and you're quick around the corner. So those edge rushers you're seeing now are just freakishly fast and play with great leverage. So you probably look at those, you know, uh, the kid from yep. Michigan uh, yeah. was a quitty yep. pay, I, I, I believe. Um, I, I did. I, I was supposed to do their games. It got uh, got it got canceled. Uh, but so uh, through the edge rushers, the the interior line D line this year is right. not strong. The you know the, the the three technique and the one technique guys are not strong this year. It's really more. Do you those agree? Edge Pitts guys. is the best player in the draft. Pitts Pitts thinks he's the best player in the draft. I love that. I love that he said that. Well, listen. The most important position is quarterback. So he's Trevor Lawrence player, is, I think, the best. I think is the best player. Pitts is. I mean, what a, a mixture of wide receiver and tight end. I mean, it's in. Well, these guys just become better and better imagine, all the time. He's, imagine he's just, Shanahan he's, moved up to get him. Hey, you put Pitts and Kittles. I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, the two Not tight bad. end thing, you go back to yeah. New England with, with Gronk and, and uh, Aaron Correct. Hernandez. I mean, that was really starting that two. One wasn't just a blocker. You had two really productive tight ends of how dangerous. Mike, do be. you remember years ago? I think it's when you were still doing the show with Greeny. Um where I came on as a guest, and you guys asked me about, I had some rules to kind of change baseball, right? And I threw the I yeah, threw the yeah. magic at bat at you, and the magic <laughs> at bat is when, you know, there's like Mike Trout can, at one time the, the manager can go out of order and give Mike Trout. Put anybody in yes, at any time, yeah. obviously for the Angels, that guy would be Mike Trout. And then I, did, and then I said, let's eliminate uh, extra innings and just go to a home run derby. And I think you right. actually... You may have been with me on it. Greeny was laughing. I'm not. I, I can't remember the exact reaction. Yeah. Listen, you, you were with me, but you were also laughing at me because <laughs> because why not? You were laughing at me. Well, right. I mean, yes. I mean that's just that's just another day that ends. So the Pioneer League, okay, <laughs> the Pioneer Baseball League, an independent yeah. baseball league, has adopted one of my ideas. They are they are ditching, okay. and I'm telling you, Mike, you will see this in the majors very soon. They are ditching extra innings. They are going. Mono Imano, okay? Home run derby. Five at bats, best player from one team, best player from the other team. Whoever hits the most homers at five at bats wins. Game over. How about that, Mike? I should be outraged. Wait, so wait, so five pitches? Well, yeah, they'll get five swings. They have to take five five, five swings. swings. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Five yes. Swings. I mean, Mike. So they get yeah, to pick that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a genius. I mean, it's just I, like... listen. Okay, so. So I'll go two ways. Number one, it's kind of like I'm one of those that likes to see overtime be the sport you're actually playing to find a winner. But I get you're looking for something that ends quicker yeah. and is a little more exciting. So the penalty kick in soccer, the 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 um, pe- the shots in uh, the overtime right. shots in, in hockey, yeah. the shootout in hockey, right. very exciting. So I think for the fans, from a player standpoint, Stu. And I always think of players, I would rather continue playing right. the game. From a fan's point of view and an entertainment point of view and a let's get the hell out of Thank here point you. of view, I think, I think it's a great right. idea. Because who wants to sit there for another four freaking right. innings? You know, so I like the speed up. I know some are doing it where you start with the man on second base. But I like this. Let's just – you pick a guy, you pick a guy, five swings. Let's Extra innings go. is great in the postseason, Mike, because there are stakes attached to it, right? Regular right. season game 78. Right. Right. I don't need to be up till 2 in the morning <laughs> because the game 7-7 seven, seven in the agree. inning. Be- yeah? Because, <laughs> yeah, there is nothing like overtime hockey right. in the playoffs. It's phenomenal. Yes. 
All right, so we're going to get you out of here quickly. We have two quick games for you. One is Golik or No Lake. Okay? Golik or No Lake. He just spit up water. He just spit <laughs> he up water. He just spit up water. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Only in a stew game. <laughs> My God. Should have seen yesterday. Yes. Golik. Yeah. Should have seen Golick. when we played with Ross Tucker. Tuck yeah or tuck off. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, that one you like. like <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. So what? What am I? What am I deciding? So you just get Golik is obviously yes, and Nolik is get the hell out. <laughs> is tuck Nolik. off. All right. <laughs> okay. It's the same game, just a different right. name. That's all. A uh, pineapple on pizza. Golik or Nolik? Um, Nolik for me, but I don't mind if people do it. But Nolik okay. for me. Uh, saying excuse me after a burp, Golik or Nolik? Oh, oh yeah, to say excuse exactly. me now. No, right. exactly. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, I burp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you want me to do? Farting under the sheets, Golik or Nolik? Oh, that's Golik. Hell yeah, yeah. Of course, right. <laughs> and after you do it, don't tell me you're not going to then test it out and see what it did. Yeah, I try to trap it in, the covers. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the whole family to enjoy, Mike. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> At least two quarterbacks from this draft class will be Hall of Famers. Golik or Nolik? Oh, man. The odds are so far against that, so I'll say Nolik. All right, final one on this, and then we we got a, a quick uh, another game we'll get you out of here. Massaging, okay, another, no massaging another man's ass, Golik or Nolik? Well, if you lose a bet, I have to say Golik because I massaged ass. Yes, you did. Your hands were in my yes, dirt, Mike. I did. I did. I had my hand in the dirt. Though I did have, con- I, I know that not only brought gloves, I brought construction gloves for that one. All right, you'll love this one. I think we hope. I don't know if your kids will. All right, so we're gonna do a kid. We're gonna do a kid draft. Okay, Mike Jakeson. Okay, so we're gonna with certain situations, and you draft your kids in the order. Uh, go three, two, one. Okay, the one you would least want to do this with, or the one you would most want to do okay. it with. Okay. All right, taking a road trip, Mike, Jake, and Sid. Um, three, two, one. Three would be Sid to drive me nuts. <laughs> two would be Mike. It would be fine. One would be Jake because he Jake loves to drive and he loves long road trips. Okay, all right, Sid. <laughs> Poor Sid. Oh, she's uh, going to get crushed in a lot of this because I have it stuck in the back of my head. She's killing me all the way to this freaking wedding that's costing me a freaking arm and leg. I told her. She, I told her she's the third of three kids until after her wedding. So I mean, could Mike get married? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Someone else paying for it. Oh God! All right, round of golf. Uh, in order, Mike, Jake, uh, Sydney last again because she can't play. Uh, and, and if I did that, she would want me to buy her a new set of clubs and a new outfit. And then I, I, I literally would have to say a tie because I golf with Mike and Jake all the time. They're a ball. We, the three of us golf all the time and we have an absolute ball together. So I would put the two of them tied. All right. You're, uh, you're moving. So the kid you would most, uh, rely on to show up on time and help you move. Uh, Mike, Jake, Sid, there's no way. Sid's nope. Sid's last again, without question. <laughs> <laughs> And then she would say, why do I have to move this? You're here. Right. Um, yeah. I would probably say Jake next because while Jake would be very willing, Jake has a has a back that if he does something and moves the wrong way too much, he's done. So 
moving and helping me move heavy stuff could be a crippling event for him. So he would be next, right. and then Mike would be there because Mike's like a mule. I just pile shit on his back and say, "Go carry it." <laughs> that's what Don't we did when we get up. That's what <laughs> we did with weekend observations, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. Go, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going out for an expensive dinner, Mike Jake said. Uh, I know, knowing it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um, um, probably Jake. Because Jake's gone through this. Jake owns a couple of, he and his wife, a couple of Orange Theory uh, um, fitness studios. They were closed for a while. They've had, you know, struggling to come back. So Jake is money conscious right now. Okay. Okay. Because of where he is in his life with his businesses, trying to build them back up. And then it would be Mike. Uh, because Mike, while Mike, Mike, remember, is an O-lineman. And Mike, I'm sure, probably has his first dollar somewhere. But he is starting to spend a little more. He, he's, he's okay to spend some. Sydney would spend the, the bottom. The thing with Sid is the expensive <laughs> dinner would be on me. She wouldn't be paying for it or she would use the credit right. card that goes directly to us. So anything that money involves, right. Sydney's going to win. Yeah, listen, you might be paying for it, but with Sydney, it'd be the best damn restaurant. Oh, my God. Question. <laughs> All right. A couple more. We'll get you out of here. Going to a baseball game. Uh, so that's a nine inning game, Mike. Maybe it goes extras. You're there till two in the morning. <laughs> Mike Jake is um, I would say collectively that's a tie. None of us would go. Or if we were there, every single one of us would leave by the third inning. Could you not? Uh, allowing which one of them would you uh, would you most or least allow to cut your hair? <laughs> oh my god um mike does cut hair so mike would be the first mike mike does it well mike doesn't have a lot of hair to cut but at least he's had clippers in his hand so i would trust him the right. most then jake no way on god's green earth i'm putting scissors in sydney's <laughs> hand to go anywhere near my head i have to write a new thing here just to try and get sid number one in something well, she is anything that has to do with spending money sydney will be number one <laughs> Mike, what I would like you to do is get Sid on this goddamn podcast, okay? I want to ask her the same questions. Like, what do you think? Who do you think your dad chose? Because Sid comes off as a kid who says, so I'm going to say, Sid, we put these in front of your dad. Who would he most want to go on a road trip with? And I think Sid would say me, of course. I don't know. <laughs> right? Sid, the one thing is that Sid's pretty self-aware of, of how annoying she could be. I think she would be, oh, shit, okay. dad wouldn't want to be on the road with me. <laughs> Yeah. The only problem with that. Sid, I don't know how much you guys accept uh, f bombs. She would drop some every other sentence. So you know, uh, get her, uh, Mike. Get yeah, there you go. Okay? Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right, Mike. Last two. We'll get you out of here. Thank you for the time. Yep. Cooking you dinner, Mike, Jake, Sid. Who would you most least want want to cook you dinner? Uh, least would probably again be Sid. <laughs> so she's getting better. She's, right. she's she is getting better. She is cooking more. Next okay. would be Mike. Mike does the meal prepare thing, but first would probably be Jake. Jake likes to cook and cooks a lot. Uh, you're noticing a pattern here, Mikey. Yeah, Jake's the favorite kid. <laughs> he is right now because uh, Jake's Jake is married. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a job. Paid for. Exactly. Paid for. Mike, the, the reason I still hold a little grudge against Mike because when we started working together, I thought there would be a little more adulation from son to father. Instead, it was almost disgust from son to fa son to father. I was like, "Wait a minute! You know, I've done this for a couple decades. Do you give a shit?" And he basically like, "No, I just disagree with all your takes." I'm like, all right, I taught him well. Yeah, Mike. you did. <laughs> but Mike, he stuck the landing. He, he, he nailed the ending. He, he did. did. He did. Give him that. I I've watched that back. I still cry. It's crazy. Um, all right, going fishing. 
<laughs> God, poor Sid. Mike Jacobson. Oh, God. The amount of, of lines Sid would snarl up on that. And, yeah, she's last for sure. And that would probably be another time. Mike and Jake both love to fish. Jake fishes more. So he, he might be he might be first there. Mike, but Mike will go. We have, we have fished together, especially we started we started fishing when they were young. When I had my place in Orlando, when I was playing with the Eagles, I had a pontoon boat, and that's where the boys first learned to to, to pee on a off the edge of a boat. It was fun watching uh, my young kids, you know, trying to you know <laughs> pee over the side of a of a, a pontoon boat. It was pretty cool. You've never. You've never been prouder. Huh? Uh, I was I mean, a, I can see a great it on moment face. Yes. until they had to take a dump and then tried to teach him how to hang out of the motor and do that. You know, <laughs> Mikey, yeah, I think I have the one in which we, uh, he would go sit first. All right, go. Okay. Of your children, of your three beautiful, loving, caring children, mm-hmm. the one who would spend your money the quickest is. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Sydney takes the one, two, and three slot. Let me tell you the, the quick story about it. there was one time in Sydney's life that she saved me money. Here's the story, <clears throat> if you got time. The day she was born, okay? Chris is in labor, and the baby, and Sydney's coming out. The doctor hadn't shown up. The nurse at one point ran out in the hallway to see if the doctor was there. I was back basically down there. I thought I was going to deliver Sydney. I didn't. The nurse ended up delivering Sydney. And because of that, because the doctor didn't show up, we did not get charged. The doctor did not charge us. So there was a first and last in that scenario. <laughs> it was the first time Sydney made an appearance into the world and the last time she saved me any fucking money. <laughs> she said to herself, she couldn't speak then, but she was saying to herself, Dad, I'm going to make up yeah. for this for the rest of my look, fucking look, life. I saved you I all this though. money. I saved you all this money. Yeah. That was it. I admit it. First though. and last time she saved me money. Admit it, though. Uh, when you thought you were going to deliver, you were down there like a quarterback yelling, Blue 42. I was, I, was, I was in a stance like a catcher, man. I had my hands ready to go. Yeah, I was ready. You know, we always had that discussion. You know, you're saying north of the equator or south of the equator. I was down there on all of them, man. Let me see this. Let me catch this. So, luckily, I didn't have to because I probably had to dropped her. <laughs> that's, that's great. Uh, Mike, thank you, man. This was fun. Uh, we appreciate the time. We miss you. Mike, Jesus Christ. First off, Golik is fantastic. We need an enforcer on the pirate ship, okay? I love that man. I really, I do. I love that man, and I love that family. I love them. But holy shit. Chris Sims is saying Miller's the best quarterback in the fucking draft. Mike Golik loves the kid from BYU. Um, Mike, he's going to be terrible. <laughs> Mike, he's going to be so doomed. bad. Mike, we are doomed. And I keep calling him Miller. His name's Wilson. I mean, I mean, <laughs> He's going to be the Sydney Golick of this draft. <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen. For me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. 
Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.